Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Best Friends Forever. This is the Fantasy Best Friends Forever here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network alongside Frankie Stample. I am Greg Sussman. Frankie, what's going on, buddy? Greggy, here we are midweek. It's a hump day. Getting ready for week 13. Must win. Is that you? Is that me? It was me. Must win for some people to get into the fantasy playoffs. So we'll be taking some calls. A little bit, little bit of a listener, watcher, viewer appreciation day here, Greg. So uh, pretty excited. You know, I would be excited. Yeah. I would be excited. Except not for one thing. You know, we were, when we got here, when the BFFs began this incarnation 313 episodes ago. We were no for having fun. Too much fun, some would say. Right? Yeah. People were just like, oh, the BFFs, they don't give us stats. The BFFs only give a, they don't say anything noteworthy. They do, do, do too much. And you know what we did? We tried to listen to you people. We tried to give you what you wanted. Stats and info. And then you know what happened, Frank? What happened, Greg? You give too many stats. So you want, you don't want stats. You want us to have fun. You want us to be like other shows on the network that say a lot but don't provide anything? Then we'll do it. I'm happy. I'll wear the glasses. I'll be your nerd. Because you know what? Nerds win. Clowns lose, and that's what your BFFs are. We're happy to be your nerds because you're too afraid not to be. Too afraid to be. <laughs> but you get the point. The fact of the matter is we can have fun and give you stats because we are your BFFs. So I am embracing my inner nerd. I'm embracing the stats. As we appreciate you, you need to appreciate us. Done? You good, Greggy? For now. Got that off your chest? You good for, to go? For now. For now. I mean, you say get it off my chest. You coming in to break it down, to burn it down, if you will, wearing the NWO shirt. Yeah, Greg. Please, talk to the people. Talk to the people, the BFF people. Look, it's been a long road, everybody. I don't know where, what, what happened since you know, the people have turned on us. The people have turned on the best friends forever. We, we you turned tried. on us. We, we didn't turn on you. We now know how Roman reigns, how John Cena feel. People just turn on you like that. We've tried to recover from losing fellow best friend forever, Michael Florio, now on the West Coast. Shout out to Michael Florio. We've tried. I think we did our right job, Greg. But what it comes down to here is, normally, you know, I'm not a confrontational person, Greg. That is for sure. I, you know, I try to be even keel, but... You know, you, you, hear, you hear the chirping, you hear the appetizer talk, the, 
Uh, we're the warm-up for the main show, for the main gig coming up next, the Fantasy Football Frenzy with the hashtag Goon Squad. Well, Greggy, here, l- let's, let's break it down. Let's break it down like this. I don't know. I don't know. Like, are Break we like, down, down, are we are we the Mike down, 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 are we the Mike Clay show? Are, like, do we only provide stats? I feel like we try to like deliver a little bit. You know, the best of both worlds. We try to have fun. We try to break down the stats. Here's what it comes down to, everybody. We're playing a fantasy football game based on stats, based on numbers. It's a real life NFL game where you get you win based on gaining more statistics than the other team. Why would why would we not talk about stats? You listen in the next hour, you'll get your entertainment, you'll get your talk about, you know, Don Lemon's dogs, you'll get your talk about, uh, you know, Harlem and, and the inner politics there and the latest Instagram model you should be following, but we're trying to help you win chips. You know, something Corey, the fantasy executive, used to say a lot, Greg, was, I win chips. That would always be his comeback, right, against the King Scott Engel. Mm-hmm. When's the last time you heard Corey say the phrase, I win chips, Greg. I'm trying to look at my watch. Yeah, to you're find trying the to look at your watch. Um, it's, it's been a while. Been a while. Greg, we all, we, all, we all compete in a league together. We do. How are you doing at said league? I mean, you're, you're six and six. You're fighting for the playoffs. You're right in it. We're working on it. I'm eight and four. Corey, the fantasy executive, mm-hmm. he plays in the same league. Mm-hmm. The same league that has children, adolescents playing in this league. The same league where half the league is people playing for the first time. Corey. Greg, would you like to guess Corey's record in this league? I'm sure he's, you know, he's... He's, he's doing well, executive. right? He's the fantasy I w- executive. I would assume he's, he's like... executive. He's got to be crushing it, be like 9-3. Right? You know, people call into the, to the, to the, the fantasy football frenzy. We need to... We want to win. We don't listen to the BFFs. They're not going to help us win. We're going to listen to Corey. We're going to listen to Venture. We're going to listen to Jim Day. They're going to help us win fantasy football championships. Corey, 2-10. and 2-10 in a league with children with people playing for the first time fantasy football in their lives. The fantasy executive, no oh. more. He's now the fantasy fraud. Fantasy football has passed the executive by. You know, he has a morning show. He does his thing with Gabe. He's getting more into, you know, the sports talk radio. He's getting more into, you know, betting. I understand. Corey's got a lot going on. He's got kids. He's got a lot going on. But don't sit here and say, you listen to the frenzy because you want to win chips. If you want to win chips, you listen to the BFFs. We give you the stats, and we're here to win. We're not here to give you two and ten records finishing last place. You know, I just, I just played Venture last week, Greg. You know what happened? I beat him by 60 points. Not a surprise. I had the second overall pick in this league. I drafted Le'Veon Bell. I didn't have James Conner. You know who's on my team now? Philip Lindsay, Tyler Boyd, Josh Adams. That's how you win in fantasy football. That's how you win. Even if you have a bad first-round pick, you turn your team around. We're not going to sit here and, you know... You know, tell you stories, and look, we're going to try to have fun. We're going to try and mix both sides of the world. And I'm, not, I'm also not sit here, Greg, and tell you, what's up, what's up? We got Julio Jones this week, three touchdowns. If he doesn't score three touchdowns this week, then he's going to score three touchdowns next week. And if he doesn't do it next week, he's going to do it two weeks from now. And if he doesn't do it two weeks from now, he'll do Look, he's going to do it. He's Julio Jones. I got a picture of Julio Jones in my wall that I kiss every single night before I go to sleep. It's Julio Jones. I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, start a player because he's a physical freak. I'm not going to tell you Sammy Watkins is the best second, second best wide receiver in the NFL. Greg. <sighs> Let me give you stats. We're going to try and have fun, Greg. We put out a poll. We are the people have spoken. Originals. Would you rather be a nerd and a winner? Or would you rather be a clown 
and a loser, Greg. The fact of the matter is... People have spoken. 89% of people would rather be a nerd and a winner. Greg, you either die a fantasy hero or you live long enough to see yourself become a villain. The fact of the matter is, nobody had more fun than us. Where did that get us, Frank? Where did that get us? The people have turned their back on us, Greg. They've turned their back on us. We haven't turned our backs on you. We, we are the people's champs. That is us. If you don't like it, well, I'd say we have two words for you, but we have (laughs) the next 50 minutes of words for you, and I'm sure you have words for us at 844-843-6879, 844-843-6879. The people want stats, so let's give them stats. You want us to nerd out? You want us to give you statistics? You come for the frenzy for entertainment? Not for the people that have been chanting all year long things like M-V-S, letting you know all about Jeff Hireman, your BFFs, BFFs. We're here, and we're not going anywhere, so let's go to stats. People are concerned about Dalvin Cook getting 10 carries a game. Should we be concerned about that, Frank? Is that something in the fantasy playoffs that are going to matter to the people? No, because if you have Dalvin Cook, you probably aren't in the playoffs. How about that? There you go. Speaking in pure facts here on the Fantasy Best Friends Because Forever. that's what we do. Because that's what we do. Greg Sussman's right. If you have Dalvin Cook, you're probably not going to make it to the Fantasy Playoffs. If you managed to squeak by, if you did well in the middle rounds, if you're like me, if you listened to me, and you picked up guys like Tyler Boyd and Philip Lindsay and DJ Moore, all of which are on my team, then you might be making it. But Dalvin Cook, probably be a little bit worried, Greg. Why should you be worried, Frankie? Well, Greg, they just had a favorable game script. This past week against the Green Bay Packers was a competitive game. They were playing with the lead for most of that game. He still got out-carried by Latavius Murray. We know that you know he did work in the, in the receiving game. He had some targets. He caught the receiving touchdown, but 10 for, what, 30? Is that what we're looking at here? And Latavius Murray getting more work than him. So I will finally admit defeat at this point in the season. I mean, Dalvin Cook versus Leonard Fournette. That was a big, big, big discussion for us before the season. Leonard Fournette, if you had him, you might not be making the fantasy playoffs either especially when you need him most. The guy goes out, plays Mike Tyson's punch out in real life, and gets suspended when you need him most. He's not here. So, Leonard Fournette has been better the past couple of weeks for Dalvin, than Dalvin Cook. But where they, like <laughs> you said, in week 13, Leonard Fournette's back where he's always been. Not playing. Not playing. On the bench. Hey, at least he's healthy. At, him. at least he's healthy, Frank. At least Leonard Fournette is 100% healthy and sitting his ass on the bench. Finally healthy. Finally healthy. Not contributing when you need him most for fantasy football, Greg. Those in the chat are telling us, hey, listen, we got Dalvin Cook. Our boy Constantine, he's got Dalvin Cook. Yep. He's in the playoffs. Our guy's son, he, he's got Dalvin Cook. He's 10-2, and two, and he's rocking it right now. Those guys that have been starting Dalvin Cook all year long, should they start him in Week 13? Depends on the other options, I guess. Yeah, it obviously depends on your other options. And the Vikings are going up against the New England Patriots, so that would... That spells negative game script for any running back here in this game, obviously, whether it's Latavius Murray or Dalvin Cook. But we've already seen that, you know, maybe in games where they're trailing, they're still going to use Dalvin Cook in the, in the receiving game. We just saw, you know, he caught the touchdown this past week. I think, you know, I'm, I'm not going to go back on what I said on him. I think he's, you know, in that mid-range, low-end RB2 area. He's not the RB1 that we thought he was going to be. He, you know, drafted at the end of the first round, early second round to be that workhorse on your team. 
battled hamstring injuries all year. The offensive line, not very good in Minnesota. This upcoming week against the Patriots, he'll once again be in that range, probably on the fringe of being a top 20, top 24 running back. Let's go to the phone lines. It is our listener appreciation day here in week 13, 844-843-6879. We kick it off with Rick in Chicago. What's up, Rick? Hey, guys. How's it going? It's going It's going okay. It's going, Rick. What's up, man? Hey, I know you guys are taking a lot of heat, but I've been listening probably about six months now, and I think you guys do an awesome job. So don't appreciate you. Rick, you're on the right side of history. You are on the right side where you belong. Hashtag stats win chips. What, what's your question? Uh, Corey Parsons and Chris Ventra at the beginning of the year when they were talking fantasy in the offseason, they said that they would draft Sammy Watkins 100%. Over Brandon Cooks. I wonder how they feel about that now. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about that downstairs? The fantasy fraud and the closer. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love them. I mean, they put on a good show. I mean, I, I think they do great work, but they were wrong on that one, that's for sure. But Jim Day wasn't on board, so shout out to my man, Jim Day. Fantasy Taz is getting some love. Frank, no, no love for Fantasy Taz. No love for Fantasy Taz. No. No, I love everybody. But I love anyway, everybody. I respect everybody. I wish, you know, I want... You ev- can't do look, this. I want, I want everybody to get ratings on our network. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, we have to get, you know, I want us to get 10,000 views and them to what get... What are you doing? I'm sorry, Greg. You are breaking this. <laughs> this is not how this is supposed no to be. No love for Fantasy Taz. Thank you. Much better. <laughs> you could go do your air drum somewhere else. If I, if I could get my question in, my question this week is, if I could start in a flex, I got three options. I got Edwards... Josh Adams or Kenyon Drake? Hmm. Kenyon Drake, we don't know as of right now. They've already said he's not going to participate in any uh, practice, any contact practice this week. So we know he's dealing with the shoulder arm injury that he suffered last week. Gus Edwards going up against the Atlanta Falcons looks like a really, really good matchup, Greg. And I know tomorrow we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to talk to Dr. A of Inside Injuries to find out the latest on Alex Collins, but he was not spotted at practice. And then Josh Adams with the Eagles going up against Washington. Man, that's close. If Alex Collins doesn't play, I'll go with Gus Edwards with that matchup against Atlanta. If Alex Collins does play, because we'll know beforehand, the Eagles play on Monday night. Alex Collins plays, I'll use Josh Adams in in that. I I completely agree with you. Josh Adams did continue to see the majority of the carries for the Eagles, so I'm confident there. But this Lamar Jackson-Gus Edwards combination is the real deal. Uh, I completely agree with you, Frank. Could you continue on? I think it's a good time to take this call. What's up? Let's, we go, got... to, let's go to Bob in Vermont. Oh, What's up, Bob? Bob? Hey, Greg. You guys got to so damn cool, chill. Be nice to the other people. When we they're nice to family. us, when they show us the respect yeah. that we deserve, we'll chill. We're all family. No, Come no, on. no, no. They call us out on a daily basis, Bob, yeah. and we're the, the bigger men. The we are the up. bigger men on a daily basis. But today, well, yeah, we'll appreciate yes. the stats. That's what we'll do. Yes, yes, Greg. Greg, yes, you're great guys. You're awesome. Thank you, Bob. But don't I negativity. And I will eat your pizza when you bring it. <laughs> what? I will eat your pizza when you bring it for us. Okay, yes. That's for all, everybody. So what you guys like, just plain on the pizza or anything else? Come on, come on. We, yeah, we like a nice you. meaty pizza. That's a sausage, some pepperoni. Oh, so you no, like no, pepperoni? Some, cheese, some cheese is fine. Just, just cheese. Surprises, Okay, Bob. so I'll bring one plain and one uh, pepperoni then. All right. All right, we appreciate you, so Bob. That will be, we appreciate uh, you, yeah, Bob. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. But we don't want to, we don't want to be like the other station over there. 
Well, we, know, we, we do. We, we actually like do. That's, that's fine. That's, that's <laughs> they fine. always get into arguments. Over there. Well, we you know what? Like this. It, is, it is what it is, Bob. We, pre- we appreciate the call. We appreciate you. This is our listener appreciation yeah. because we appreciate you, and we need to be appreciated, Frank. This yeah. is the difference. This is a difference. You know what? He brings up an interesting name there, Mike Francesa. Mike Francesa, a big, you know, get off my lawn. Stats, stats, hey, yeah. hey, hey, okay, 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 what are air yards? What are air yards? What are next-gen stats? It's, when, you listen, when you listen to the frenzy, I'm not even going to call them the fantasy football frenzy because they don't talk about fantasy football. I'll call them the frenzy. When you listen to the frenzy, they, they, they mock air yards and next-gen stats and pro football focus. Guys, we're playing a game of stats where you need more stats than the other team to win. So why wouldn't we use every possible tool that we have at our disposer, disposal to try and win. It doesn't make no sense. So you sit here and you mock, mock Fra- uh, Mike Francesa and you say, oh, well, he's get off my lawn. You guys do the same exact thing. Come on, Greg. What are we doing here? It's a fantasy sports radio network. We're supposed to be winning in fantasy football. We're not just the pe- great network. We're not just the people's champ. We're your champ. Stats. Nerds over clowns all day. Answer the poll right now. Are you a nerd and a winner or a clown and a loser? Your calls all show long at 844-843-6879. We'll answer your questions in our chat room as well. Stick around. More of your BFFs right after this. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Fantasy best friends forever here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and we may be our only friends after this, Frank. The Fantasy Football Frenzy won an award. They got it. The Frenzy. We tried to be above this. Not, not res- fantasy football. We didn't, we didn't want to respond in any way. We, we didn't respond. We let it slide for a long time. 13 like, weeks. Yeah, everyone hits a breaking point. All this talk about appetizers and warm-up show and getting the seat ready they for They don't show up time. on the weekends. Oh man, come on! You know what? You know what? I mean, you know what the truth is. No one knows, right? What's up? Who's downstairs making them look good on a daily basis? Just saying. I agree. Just saying. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Let me go over my waivers before we get back to you guys. Uh, Carlos Hyde, eight bucks on my squad. Yeah, that's a, I think that was a great pickup, Greg. Obviously, we, saw, we talked about Carlos Hyde yesterday. We've already mentioned Leonard Fournette, Dalvin Cook a little bit already today. Leonard Fournette, uh, this is, uh, the appeal was heard. He's going to be suspended this week. So we know that the Jaguars are going to try and run the football. They have Cody Kessler now at quarterback. And we know uh, Leonard Fournette was averaging 23 carries a game since he returned from injury. They want to run the football. Who's going to do that? It's going to be Carlos Hyde. They're facing the Colts this week. They want to take the air out of the football. They don't want... They want to keep Andrew Luck off the field. That's the way to try and attack the Indianapolis Colts. 
How much fight, how much drive do the Jaguars have left? I'm sure you can question that, but I like the pickup of Carlos Hyde at 8 bucks. I think another one uh, people were wondering about, Justin Jackson went for $10 in my league, went for $5 in your league. I mentioned I only had $3 left in my home league, Greg. I spent the rest of that on Josh Doxson. Obviously, I'm very excited about him, and I, uh, I revealed that sentiment yesterday. Yeah, I know you're, you're a Josh Jackson guy. I actually chose Carlos Hyde over Justin, or, sorry, Justin Jackson. Um, I chose Hyde over Justin Jackson. I just, I don't know why. I, I told you this yesterday. I had this inkling about Hyde. Um, and I think Jackson's always going to split time. Not that Hyde's not splitting time with TJ Yeldon. He is. But I've always been the Carlos Hyde guy, and I will remain the Carlos Hyde guy in that regard. Uh, it is funny. Stick to your guns, Greg. By the way, it's funny when people spend, save all their money. Because I'll give Corey credit where it's due, for sure. That he, from the moment I met him, he says, you, you, can't, you can't hold on a fab, right? You're not going to spend a fab. You can't spend it at the strip club. So you better spend it now. And when you get to week 13 and you have all this money left and you're fighting for a playoff spot, you may get in a situation like this where the top names out there are Justin Jackson and, and Carlos Hyde and guys that aren't all that exciting for you. We've said, and, and Chris Benjamin does a really nice job doing this, just spending his money early. You, you can't save it. He's got no money left anywhere. You've got very little money left anywhere. But there's teams in my league that had $50, $60 going into today. They spent $20 on a defense for this week because they could. Yep. And it's like... This How does is that where, ultimately help you, right? This is it's what like we're a talking fantasy about. Defense. Twenty dollars on a defense is not going to win you the league. League, maybe it'll win you the week. Maybe you'll get those extra two points, three points. But when you are saving your money, when you are too passive earlier in the year, it comes down to this: getting twenty dollars and spending it on a defense. Great, you have more money than me in the playoffs. That's awesome, fantastic. What are you well, using yeah, it for? What does it matter for? What are you using it for? No, we had your we had your buddy Max call in earlier in the show uh, earlier in the year, Greg. And he told us about Philip Lindsay. He was very aggressive, spent a lot of money on Philip Lindsay. And he mentioned, well, you know, you never know. What if he's the next Alvin Kamara? Well, he's not Alvin Kamara, but he's an RB1. Philip Lindsay is an RB1. Look at a lot of the guys that if you were aggressive on them early in free agency, Philip Lindsay being one of them, Tyler Boyd, those are obviously two names that stick out. You had a legit, you know, high-end RB2 or wide receiver 2 all season long. So that's something that will continue to hit on every single year for fantasy football is when these guys pop early on in the season, yeah, you're going to get a few duds. There's no doubt about it. I remember last year, uh, David, jo- David Johnson went down with injury. I forget the gentleman that, that was backing him up. I spent like like 25% of my fab on him. It was a bum. Whoever the Cardinals backup. up. Kerwin Williams. Kerwin Williams, there you go. Spent 25% of my fab. Like, all right, you're going to swing and miss a few times. But if you were aggressive early on this year, you would have ended up with some of these guys who are popping off right now. Popping off? Which you could also hear later on tonight. Nope. Danny Otto. That's uh, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, Frank. Well, at night. I didn't mean tonight. It's on demand. Just at night in general. It's on demand. You can, you can watch, watch it whenever anytime. you want. Anytime. Yeah. Anytime. Now, maybe Max is right. Spending all that money on Philip Lindsay. Because I had, and the guys on the Frenzy talked about it yesterday, right? In that Philip Lindsay's arguably the pickup of the year. And it was one I never saw coming. I never, Tyler Boyd and Philip Lindsay are the two, I believe, running back and wide receiver pickups of the year. And I never honestly saw either of them coming. Yeah, Philip Lindsay, as of right now, is RB11. Just a few names that he's ahead of. Joe Mixon, Matt Breida, Aaron Jones. I mean, oh God, it's a weird year for running backs. Like, guys that were drafted early on. I mean, Alex Collins all the way down the list. Kenyon Drake all the way down the list. You could blame the, the coaches for those guys. But when it comes down to it, Philip Lindsay was picked up, what, week two, week three? People might have thought it was a fluke. They thought he was a scat back, a smaller back. Everyone's saying, well, 
you know, Royce Freeman has the pedigree. And you look, you know, we were on Royce Freeman too, Greg. I'm not going to sit here all high and mighty and say I get every single call right. There's absolutely no way. Like, I'm, I'm, half the time we make fun of each other for getting stuff wrong. Like, I started Kendrick Bourne this week. We let off one of the shows talking about how I started Kendrick Bourne. You're not going to get everything right. There's no doubt about it. But Royce Freeman, he, he's not been the guy. Philip Lindsay is the guy, and he will be the guy, I believe so, moving forward too, unless a new coaching staff and regime comes in and, and, and tries to mess this up. But Philip Lindsay looks every bit the part of an NFL running back, especially what people are trying to do nowadays, a guy that, a dual threat. We talked about Rex Burkhead yesterday, Greg, uh, a guy that could be a dual threat for the Patriots. Philip Lindsay, he's been that dual threat for the Denver Broncos all season long. Yeah, he, he's, been, he's been awesome. And it's one of those situations, and I give the Broncos credit, in that, they didn't let draft stock or draft capital matter. They played the best player, and they've done it really all season. And, and you know what? That's a great point because how often do we see you know, just the guy who gets paid more or the guy yeah. who was drafted earlier? We're going to give him the Absolutely. opportunity. We have to see what we have in this guy. And a lot of the times we do clamor for that. We, you know, we want to see what they have in players. But when a guy like Philip Lindsay is just constantly putting up numbers and he hasn't done anything to lose his job, then, yeah, we can, uh, we'll continue – Continue to ride out Phil Lindsay, so good job by the Denver Broncos. If only Adam Gase could learn the same sentiment. We'll see if that'll ever happen. Kenny and Drake, you said... You <laughs> Likely said, not. He'll be fired before then. You said Kenny and Drake uh, is not expected to practice in contact all week. I can't imagine they would play him then, no? Yeah, so does that mean we're looking at Frank Gore? <laughs> is that a thing this week, Greg? Probably so, man. Frank Gore against the, uh, the Buffalo Bills, where the Dolphins are actually favored by five points as of right now. So they're playing with a lead. They expect to be playing with a lead. Frank Gore probably going to slide in in the flex discussion. But uh, Kenyon Drake, I mean, we'll, we've seen players not practice all week and still play. Again, we have Dr. Ray coming on tomorrow, so we'll find out more about this. But, yeah, as of right now, it doesn't look good for, uh, for Kenyon Drake. No, it, it's and you saw him go down or riding the paint. Your boy, Kenyon Drake. He did come back into this game on Sunday, ultimately. Um, but it seems to be one of those things, almost like Cooper Cup, where you came back, you lit the adrenaline, maybe you took a shot or something like that, comes back into the game, um, and it doesn't look like he'll be ready to rock uh, this weekend. So maybe I'll be playing Carlos Hyde instead. My question is going to be Carlos Hyde or Dougie Baldwin. We'll see. Yeah, it's a fun little uh, it's a fun little call for you every week that you got. Doug Baldwin. I mean, you want to talk about letdowns this year too, Doug Baldwin. You know, the guy has been healthy for the most part most part, or maybe he hasn't. Maybe he's on the field and he's saying he's healthy and he's playing, but he hasn't been hundred percent. You know, if you, you watch his games and you see his game logs, he's doing his best Jarvis Landry impersonation from years past, except he's not getting the same volume. You're getting a lot of, you know, five for forty. I mean, I think he had like seven seven receptions this past week for like forty yards, like how many of these are coming within five yards of the line of scrimmage? They're not targeting Doug Baldwin down the field. That's more so David Moore. That's been more so Tyler Lockett. Doug Baldwin, you want to talk about fantasy bust. I mean, he's been up there as one of them all season long because when you look at bust, like what has made the biggest bust? It's a guy that you put in your lineup every week and you're expecting production from and they just don't come through. So we're expecting Doug Baldwin to be a high-end wide receiver too. What does he perform like? A barely a wide receiver three? Correct. Low-end wide receiver three? Yep. That's not going to get the job done, Greg. No, it's, it's certainly not going to get the job done. We continue to listen to Appreciation Day at 844-843-6879. 844-843-6879. People want to know more about Rex Burke and what can we expect. The problem is, you have no idea. That's all I got. And that's exactly what we said. <laughs> you know, uh, we did the FanDuel hurry-up yesterday, Greg, where we talk about waiver wire guys. 
there's no statistical analysis. I know we're the, we're the stats guys. We're supposed to give you the stats, but there's there's no statistical evidence that says Rex Burkhead is going to be great. It's really just it comes down to what is Bill Belichick thinking, and nobody's going to know that. Once we get into the games, we're still not even going to know. I mean, it might be a drive-by-drive situation where, all right, it's one drive, it's Tony Michelle, James White. One drive, it's Rex Burkhead. I will say this, and I'm going to continue to stick by this. Last year, they rode Deion Lewis down the stretch. He ended up winning a lot of people fantasy football championships. Rex Burkhead is the closest running back that they have to Deion Lewis because he could do a little bit of everything. He could run, catch the ball to the backfield. He's a Swiss Army knife for the New England Patriots. He's actually earning the most money of all the running backs on the team right now. James White, great receiver, but when he's on the field, opposing defenses know they're passing. Sony Michel, he's been a great runner, but when he's on the field, they know that the Patriots are most likely going to run the football. So Rex Burkhead represents that running back that is in the closest mold to Deion Lewis, who the Patriots rode down the stretch last season, Greg. Yeah, absolutely. And it, I, I, I look back to Matt Modica. Uh, Got to rest his... Got to rest his... Yeah, let's put everybody to rest on the show today. Matt <laughs> Modica, Michael Florio, Frenzy. Indeed. All right. I guess that was your Undertaker impersonation. <laughs> it's pretty good, right? <laughs> it's pretty good. Pretty good. I take the glasses off, get the long hair. You, know. you should grow your hair out. I'm not going to do that. Undertaker has facial hair, Greg. He does. Uh, he does. <laughs> he has lost many tattoos. I'm not going to have any of those either. You know, anyway. some people are asking about trust when it comes to Rex Burkhead. Okay. I, you know, that word, I mean, we're right back to where we were early on in the season, the first couple of games of the year when it comes to the Patriots running backs. Who are you really going to be able to trust? Well, as of right now, we're still going to look at James White. We're going to trust what we've seen. And until Rex Burkhead comes in and, and you know, starts muddying the situation for sure, like, I'm not throwing Rex Burkhead in my lineup. By all means, no. Like, I want him on my bench to see if he pops off and he becomes Deion Lewis from last year. I'm not, you're not starting Rex Burkhead. There's no doubt about that. But James White, you can't argue that his production over the past couple of weeks, the past month, has been up and down as well. He's not the same James White that we saw that was catching you know, double-digit passes early on in the season. He's not. Tony Michelle just had a great game against the Jets. The game before that, the Tennessee Titans, he was abysmal. A lot of people didn't even start Tony Michelle last week, and he had a big game. Correct. So we're right back in that same situation where we're, all right, which, which New England Patriots running back are we trusting? I think Sony Michelle is an RB2, mid-range RB2, regardless of format. Yep. James White, high-end RB2 in PPR, standard, probably more of a flex at this point. Rex Burkhead, he's a stash. You're not starting him. Let's go back to the phone lines, our listener appreciation program at 844-843-6879, and let's hit up Robert in Indiana. Robert, are you a nerd and a winner or a clown and a loser? I'm a nerd and a winner for sure. My man! Hey, how you guys doing? Good. We're doing, doing well. well What's up, man? Um, so I have a lineup question actually involving Sony Michelle. Um, it's a PPR league. I was wondering, should I start Josh Adams, Sony Michelle, or um, Josh Adams, Sony Michelle, or Carry On Johnson? Carry on Johnson, we're still waiting on the health of him, so I'll rule him out for now. So if it comes down to Sony Michelle or Josh Adams, Adams has that tasty matchup on Monday night. And of course, the Patriots, you were talking about Sony Michelle. It's a good question. Which direction are you headed in, Frank? Yeah, it is really good. I'll go with Josh Adams right now, and I'm going to ride the hot hand. You know, we just spoke about the Patriots running backs. Who can you trust? It's actually a pretty bad matchup against the Minnesota Vikings this week. And I know Aaron Jones made it look like it wasn't a bad matchup for him, but he's kind of elevated himself into that RB1 territory where he's matchup proof. 
you know, you don't worry about Aaron Jones, and he just did that against the Minnesota Vikings. But I'm a little worried about the Patriots this week, how much do they work Rex Burkett in. On top of that, it's a bad matchup. Josh Adams is unquestionably the guy for Philly right now, Greg. I mean, he saw, what, 20 touches again this week? I mean, he ran wild. We, uh, we expected that against the, the, the New York Giants. It's a solid matchup against Washington. It's not the best, but... I'll go with Josh Adams. I'm, I'm riding the hot hand here. I will say this from watching the Giants and the Eagles on Sunday. You, you, you do still get – you could shut him down. Robert, we appreciate the call, bud. Yeah, we, we'll just, we'll just mute him, but keep yeah, him on so yeah, they can yeah, hear the that, answer. That's fine. Um, but ultimately, from watching the Giants and the Eagles on Sunday, you do get frustrated by the amount Corey Clement is in there. And they went away from Josh Adams in the first half. A lot of the second half was more Adams. He was a little bit banged up, too, in that first half. He was. He left the game for a little bit, and then he came back in. He did. So it's a little he dominated bit- the second half, though. Yeah. When that's how the Eagles' offense is going to be successful, by dominating, by dominating on the ground, and that's Josh Adams. However... Sonny Michelle's been really good. Until they play Rex Burkhead, I'm not going to go away from Sonny Michelle. Give me Sonny Michelle this week. All right. I think it's very close, though. It's not like a slam dunk by any means, but I just feel a little bit more secure with the, the workload of Josh Adams right now. Um, and I, I like the matchup a little bit more as well. Let's go out to California and talk to Wes. What's up, Wes? Hey, what's up? Good morning, fellas. What's, what's up, going man? on, man? Uh, not much, man. Uh, so, um... I need to win this next game in order to make the playoffs. I got knocked from fourth to sixth place, and um, yeah, I need to win this next game. So I got to line up. Question. All right, what do you got? All right, so my uh, the first part to it is um, I need a, a wide receiver, and the only wide receivers I have to choose from is um, I'm starting Devonte Adams. I have AJ Green. Um, Kiki Cutie, Cortland Sutton, and Alshon Jeffrey. Mm. How many wider series do you start, and what format is this? Uh, it's a, a, a full PPR, and I'm already starting Devontae Adams. And I'm actually going to run with three running backs uh, with one in the flex, so only two wide receivers. Devontae Adams is first. So then you'll start A.J. Green when he plays. Yeah, so I, I think, uh, no I think this answers itself, Greg. I know that Jeff Driscoll is the quarterback now for the Cincinnati Bengals, but A.J. Green is one of these wide receivers who can elevate the play of his quarterback regardless of who it is. Kiki QT left that game on Monday night with a hamstring injury. Again. Cortland Sutton has not been great. He's underdelivered since the Demarius Thomas trade. Alshon Jeffrey, since the Golden Tate trade, I mean, his value has plummeted. That Golden Tate trade has just worked out very badly. It's worked out badly all around. Yeah. It, it's hurt everybody seemingly except for Zach Ertz and Josh Adams. Those are the staples in the Eagles' offense and right Kenny now. Kenny Galladay. And, and Kenny Galladay on the, on the Lions' side of things. But, okay. but yeah, Alshon Jeffrey has, has taken a huge backseat. So I'm starting A.J. Green. I know Driscoll's his quarterback. He's going up against the Denver Broncos. But it's already come out that A.J. Green said that he's going to play this week. He's healthy. Yep. He's good to mm-hmm. go. Lock A.J. Green in your lineup. Okay, next question. Yeah, what's up? Um, I have uh, Aaron Jones, Sony Michelle, Delvin Cook, and um, Nick Chubb mm. sit one. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to sit Delvin Cook. I probably lean the same way. Yep. Probably lean the same way. Said it a little bit earlier. He's, already, he's losing some time to Latavius Murray. I know I just kind of poo-pooed Sony Michelle, but I, just, I trust him more than I trust Delvin Cook right now. Uh, Nick Chubb isn't... Uh, He's an RB1 starter every single week now. You can say the same thing about Aaron Jones. I, I benched Dalvin Cook here. Good luck, man. I know you need the win. Uh, we're rooting for you. One more call before the break is our listener appreciation program. It's Fred in L.A. What's up, Fred? 
Hey, what's up, guys? Love the show. Appreciate that. Appreciate definitely you, a nerd. <laughs> Let's go. Well, uh, I lost uh, Jack Doyle, uh, so I'm looking at the uh, tight end slant here. And uh, I got Everett, Lacoste, Jay Smith, Hernan, or Vernon Davis. Man, and this is a popular question, Greg. These are all the waiver wire tight ends. Yeah. I'm going to go with Lacoste just for the matchup. It's the matchup against the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals have allowed the second most fantasy points to opposing tight ends this season. We know that the Broncos want to get the tight end involved. We were talking up our guy, Hireman. He's now gone. Matt Lacoste is your guy. Wear that Lacoste shirt, baby. Tuck it in. Wear it proud. Be a nerd. Start Matt Lacoste. Nerds are winners. That's like us. That's like you. For those that are watching and loving your BFFs, take a break here. We'll be back right after. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. with you fantasy best friends forever fantasy sports radio network answering your questions live you watch frankie just typing away diligently answering <laughs> your questions because he cares man he cares right there care about you guys. we care about you even like, if you I don't like care about that with us. like the r&b slow slow music in the background oh should i not like not loud there that's cool that's your thing you're the loud guy you do get a lot of comments about, Greg, turn down your damn mic. This is how I should talk. <laughs> do you think people, don't be a smart ass, Greg. Do you think people would like it? That's what I am. People don't like that either. If you don't like me, man, I'll tell you. <laughs> I, am, I am whatever you say I am. If I wasn't, then why would I say I am? <laughs> In the Eminem Freestyle Wednesdays? On a podcast, on a live radio, on a video, I can say whatever you say I am, just the way I am. Every day, that's just the way I am. That's right. Or the way he is, actually. Correct. And I don't give a damn. 844-843. Uh-oh. <laughs> pull, up, pull up the lyrics, Greg. Yeah, well. This is actually a really hard one to do. <laughs> pack with this pack. I know what it is. But I don't know what I can say in this song. <laughs> not much. And there's probably not many words I can say in this song. Censor yourself. Shut up and listen. I'm not going to say anything. Exactly. I only have the 30 second burger. You want me to start it over? No, please don't. We're good. Earth, I've been cursed with this curse. It's a curse. And I am whatever you say I am. If I wasn't. Right. Oh, Greggy. And I am whatever you say I am. If I wasn't, then why would you say I am? In the paper, the news every day, I am. Radio won't even play my jam, cause I am whatever you say I am. If I wasn't, then why would I say I am? In the paper, the news every day, I am. I don't know, it's just the way I am. Drop the mic, Greg. I'm do not. It. I'm gonna break do it. it. Do it. No, don't do it. 
Mike. Great job, Greg. What's your favorite Eminem song? What's my What's my favorite Eminem? I mean, there's a lot of really good. Ones. There's a lot of really good Eminem songs, to be honest with you. Um, my favorite Eminem song. I've always this is a ridiculous comment. I've always really liked Superman a lot. Found it. That's exactly mine. Like I'm not Superman even gonna lie. Is awesome. I, I love all of Eminem's music. I'm not gonna sit here and say I don't. I have like every one of his albums on my phone. Superman's my favorite song. Superman's amazing. Great song. Yeah. Anything losers else? can like Eminem. <laughs> losers can't like Eminem because they're losers. Eminem's a winner. <laughs> you know who can? Nerds. Nerds can like Eminem. Right, Frank? Sure. Yeah. Lance Davis, Bad Meets Evil is mine. Did you listen to Bad Meets Evil? I, I that was it. like him and Royce the 5'9 kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, collaboration yeah. album. I only listened to the song that also included Bruno Mars. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know what's crazy? I, I heard this one's for you and me. Lighters. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I also heard randomly recently that the Travis, not Travis Scott, but the Bruno Mars song with Tra- Travis Scott. Was that his name? So billionaire. Oh, and, Travis and I, Scott. And I, and I was crazy. It was crazy because like Bruno Mars like probably became close to a billionaire from all of his success. Well, not billionaire, but you know what I mean. You're not listening to me anymore. All right. 844-843-6879. Uh, Fabio has a question. PPR, Frankie. Uh, who are you starting? DJ Moore, Sammy Watkins, Tyler Lockett. Pick two. DJ Moore, Sammy Watkins, Tyler Lockett. Seems like the easy answer is just boot Sammy Watkins from that list, right? Does seem- DJ Moore against the Tampa Bay Bucks. That's a great matchup. He's going to be a top 20 wide receiver this week. And then Tyler Lockett, the guy who gets no respect. He gets no respect. But he's getting the job done every single week. So give me Tyler Lockett. He's scoring touchdowns. Yeah, I, he has no respect. I gave him no respect, and I'm wrong. He basically scores each and every week. I like Tyler Lockett um, as well this week. Good question comes from Larry. Joe Mixon versus Denver or Austin Eckler against Pittsburgh? <sighs> Austin Eckler against Pittsburgh. Man, I, you want to like Eckler because of the offense that he plays in, the offensive line. The fact that he's going to see the Melvin Gordon workload. The Steelers have been really good against the run. It didn't look that way last week against Phillip Lindsay. Joe Mixon with Jeff Driscoll. But better matchup against Denver. Denver's been better, too. Give me Austin Eckler. Give me the workload. The fact that the Steelers just gave up a big game to Phillip Lindsay. It's very close, though. I think what pushes me over the edge is the fact that, overall, the Broncos have been better against the run recently. Jeff Driscoll is the quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals. The Chargers' offense is just much more potent than where Cincinnati is at right now. So... Give me the better offense, Greg. It's taking Austin Eckla in this one. It's close. I agree, man. I, I think it's really, really close. I think it's a really, really strong question. Um, my initial instinct was Joe Mixon, but you're right. Take the better offense. You know Eckler's going to be involved in the passing game. Uh, you don't necessarily know that or to the extent of that with Mixon. Jeff Driscoll is the quarterback. You know, Philip Rivers is there. And you also know they trust Austin Eckler. So I'm not really afraid of him as a backup running back at all. People have been starting Austin Eckler as a flex option all season. Give me Austin Eckler, who has a backfield to himself. I'm not nearly as high as Justin Jackson as you are, so I'll take Eckler. Greg, we're getting a few more questions in the chat regarding, uh, regarding Tyler Boyd. I mean, people have questions about Tyler Boyd, obviously with Jeff Driscoll. This is going to be a big co- uh, topic of conversation all week long with the Cincinnati Bengals. Son Goku. I don't know, Dragon Ball Z fan. That's cool. Uh, Tyler Boyd or Dalvin Cook in standard? Eek. Tyler Boyd or Dalvin Cook in standard? I like Tyler Boyd. You know that. I'll take Tyler Boyd there. I think I'm going to... Oh, man. The Jeff Driscoll thing's the issue. AJ yeah. Green's back. I might not. No, but the thing is, AJ Green being back, you know, people are going to think that's a bad him. thing yeah. for Tyler Boyd. It's not a bad thing because 
even if the target share drops a little bit, like it's not like Tyler Boyd, Boyd saw this massive target share while A.J. Green was out. The fact that A.J. Green is going to be on the field actually helps Tyler Boyd because he's going to take defensive attention away. And we know for a backup quarterback, you know, leaning on a slot receiver might actually be the smartest thing for him. Dalvin Cook, man, it's just he's getting out-touched, out-carried rather, by Latavius Murray. I know he caught the touchdown last week. I feel a little bit safer with, uh, with Tyler Boyd. Another question regarding, uh, regarding Boyd was one from Mario Valdez one, Greg. Tyler Boyd or Josh Reynolds? Mario Valdez-Scantling. Yeah, there you go. go. Mario yeah. Val- Valdez-Scantling. Tyler Boyd or Josh Reynolds? Little flex. I'm going to go with Tyler Boyd in this one. Yeah, I'm still going to go with Tyler, Tyler Boyd, Boyd as well. Uh, good question here I saw a moment ago. I believe it's from Wesley. He wants us to know Aaron Rodgers or Lamar Jackson. <laughs> and I've gotten this, you're question, the, you're I've gotten the this question a few times you're on the guy Twitter already, it. too. Man, I'm going to start Lamar Jackson, man. And there he's dead. He said start it. Lamar Jackson. Wow. So you're starting Lamar Jackson or Aaron Rodgers. Look, I gave you crap. Aaron Rodgers, 100, 198 yards and a touchdown last week, Greg. I know it was the Minnesota Vikings, but faces the Cardinals this week. Look, the Cardinals' defense is not what it used to be, but... I just love Lamar Jackson inside the dome on the fast track against the Atlanta Falcons. We're expecting some points to be scored there inside the dome. He's rushed for at least 70 yards in each game. I mean, Lamar Jackson, man. It's crazy. I gave you, the name off the back of the jersey. I gave you crap for yeah. this a year ago. When you right wa- back where we started, Greg. When you wanted to start, what was it, Jared Goff? Is that who it was? Yeah, Jared Goff, Jared over, Goff Tom over Tom Brady. Brady. And I crushed you for it. And you were right that week. Jared Goff had more fantasy points that week than Tom Brady. And here we are in week 13 yet again. And you're saying start Lamar Jackson over Aaron Rodgers. And I want to crush you again, but I'm too scared to. <laughs> the what? What? I'm going to take Lamar Jackson, though. I really am. <laughs> I want to crush you. I'm going to take Lamar Jackson. Though. I do. The matchup against Atlanta is gorgeous for him. He's going to dominate with his legs. Aaron Rodgers can't do that right now. I'm taking Lamar Jackson. Take the name on the back of the jersey. It's yeah. true. And while you're talking about name off the back of the jersey, Tom Brady, what have you done for me lately? Going up against the Minnesota Vikings, Greg. Like, what are we expecting from Tom Brady? I haven't done my quarterback rankings. I'm going to dive deep into that tonight. Obviously, Wednesday's a big night, a uh, big we'll research this. night. Devontae Adams does face Arizona. Devontae Adams in Green Bay face yeah. Arizona. Yeah, but I mean, what does that mean, Greg? You're still using Devontae Adams. No, I Patrick mean, like, Peterson hasn't been himself. No, no, no. The point was that yeah. Aaron Rodgers faces Arizona. I had Devontae Adams on my team. That's why I said that. Yeah, yeah. Like, so Green Bay. I was talking about. I was talking about Tom Brady though. Now against Minnesota, like, is he going to be inside my top fifteen at quarterback this week? Like, I don't even know. Probably. What has Tom Brady done? Nothing. Come on, Craig. I know. We're at that point. I know. Aim off the back of the jersey. I know. Andrew Luck. Use Baker Mayfield over Tom Brady this week. Oh, you got to use Baker. I love Baker. Got to keep riding the hot hand, man. Baker, multiple touchdowns in five straight games. Every single week, getting better, putting up more fantasy points. Every single week, four touchdowns last week against the Bengals. A little bit of a tougher matchup this week against the Houston Texans. It's in Houston, but the guy's balling out right now. The, the man who feels dangerous. I woke up feeling dangerous today. Baker Mayfield. Say floor right now. Give me the multiple touchdowns with, uh, with Baker. Would you start Jameis Winston over Aaron Rodgers? Yes. Okay. Not even hesitation not there. Close. Not even has Not even hesitation yeah. there. Going up against the Carolina Panthers, who... No, I mean, over the, the past month, they've given up like the fifth most fantasy points to right. opposing quarterbacks. The last time uh, this team actually faced Carolina, Ryan Fitzpatrick torched them for four touchdowns. The very next game after that, Ben Roethlisberger throws for five touchdowns. Last week, we just saw what Russell Wilson did, uh, went into Carolina and put up big fantasy points as well. I know that the floor, 
uh, for for James Winston is very low. Like he's a volatile player. He's a guy who could be benched at halftime, but he also has the upside to give you 350 and three touchdowns. I'm going with James Winston. Okay, let's go back to the phones. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Let's go out to Tom in Long Island. What's up, Tom? Yeah, hey guys, great show. I love it. Appreciate it, bud. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, don't be so hard on yourself. We're not. Don't <laughs> worry. All right. Yeah, listen. Um, although that MVS, uh, I don't know what happened to him. Lost him down the toilet. Yeah, yeah, he's O-U-T. <laughs> um, yeah, I picked up Samuel instead. Okay, here's my question. Um, I got to have Dak and I have Kirk going uh, week 13. Dak mm-hmm. against New Orleans and Kirk against New England. Who do you guys like? This is a good question, too, man. Jack's getting it done with his legs right now. Sure is. He's, he's scored a touchdown on the ground, rushing five of his last six games, and he's just been a different beast since Amari Cooper has joined this team. But the Saints' defense has actually played better. This isn't the same defense early on in the season that got torched by Ryan Fitzpatrick. They played a lot better recently. Kirk Cousins coming off one of his best games of the season in primetime. Everybody was talking, can Kirk Cousins get it done? I'm going to go with Kirk Cousins. I think there's going to be a lot of points scored in that game between the Vikings and the Patriots. Very good question. I lean with Kirk Cousins because of the matchup. But, uh, but Dak's going to be right there. He's, he's going to be close to a top 12 quarterback this week for me. Listen, I like, um, I like Kirk Cousins. I'm a Kirk Cousins guy. But he's been very inconsistent all year long. Not that Dak hasn't. But like Kirk Cousins has been inconsistent all year long. And last week's uh, 30 fantasy point blowout out of nowhere was, was shocking. I mean, putting in, what, 350 yards and three touchdowns? Like We didn't see that coming. But he has the ability to do that. Obviously, you saw it. Dak doesn't. Yeah, Dak's scored with his legs for the last five games. I get that. He doesn't have the ability. This offense doesn't want him to have the ability to throw for 350-3. and three. In a game where Kirk Cousins is going to have to do that, and they're fighting for that division and fighting for a wild card, it can be Kirk Cousins in Minnesota. The Patriots have also allowed the seventh most fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks this season. Again, I just think that there's points traded back and forth here. Who on the Patriots is going to be able to stop Stephon Diggs, Adam Thielen, all the weapons that the, the Vikings have? Give me Kirk Cousins. Good question, though. Absolutely. Hey. Let's, go to, let's go to the phone lines again here at 844-436879. Let's go to Manny in Vegas. What's up, Manny? Yeah, what's up, guys? How's it going? Hey, it's going well. What's up? Um, I actually have a flex question. Okay. Oh, two questions, really. But the flex question considers uh, Sonny Michelle. Tyler Boyd or uh, Gus Edwards? What format is this? Full PPR. Full PPR. Yeah. Oh, man. Greggy, Greggy, Greggy. I yes. like Gus Edwards. I like the matchup yes. against the Atlanta Falcons. But this is, this, is what, this is when it becomes tricky, right? Because when you play in PPR, how much do you weigh the fact that Gus Edwards is likely going to see a lot of the carries and could score touchdowns in this game, but right. doesn't catch any passes at all? Correct. Versus a guy like Tyler Boyd who... And easily give you what six for eighty, sure. and then you're looking at fourteen Touchdown, points yeah. in the PPR right there. PPR, I'm going to leave with the wide receiver here, man. I, I, you know, I've, I've spoken about Sony Michelle throughout the show today. Tougher matchup against Minnesota. Rex Burkhead back. James White still in the mix. A lot of weapons in New England. PPR, I'm going to go with Tyler Boyd, but again, it's close, Greg. Michelle, Tyler Boyd, Gus Edwards. It's very close. It's very, very, very close for me as well. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It's hard. <laughs> well, my answer is Tyler Boyd. My, my, Greg doesn't have an answer. My no, answer is Tyler Boyd. My answer is going to be. My answer is going to be if Alex Collins doesn't play Gus Edwards. 
I can't kill you for that one either. With that, we sign off at YouTube. Coming up next, the fantasy football frenzy with Corey Parson, Jim Day, Chris Venture, the closer. They'll have a lot to say, no doubt, so stay tuned for them. Coming up next on YouTube, we appreciate you watching. We'll see you tomorrow. If you're listening live on the podcast, we go another five minutes or so. And subscribe, like, rate us five stars, and make sure you leave a comment. If you're listening live on the radio, well, we'll go another three and a half minutes now uh, or so. Frankie, my buddy, this is actually a really good thing to end on. So my, my buddy in my league is doing a bit of soul-searching, but, like, soul-searching. And he goes, looking back at our draft from our home league, it's a perfect reason why you don't take a defense before the second to last round if you're playing with a kicker. Mm. You know, well, I go, obviously, you didn't need to tell me that. Like, obviously, you don't take a defense to the second to last round. And he said, after the Jaguars were picked, and they were picked in the 10th round of our draft, and they obviously have not lived up to the expectations. Not even close. The next nine picks immediately following that, Bilal Powell was terrible, right? Mm-hmm. Marlon Mack, pretty damn good. Calvin Ridley, pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. Adrian Peterson, Matt Breida, Andrew Luck, Kirk Cousins, Kelvin Benjamin, Aaron Jones. Those are the nine picks after the first defense went off the board in my home league draft. Greg, would you like to guess where the Jacksonville Jaguars rank this year in terms of fantasy points for a defense? I'm talking accumulative, not per game. Well, even per game, they're bad, but where would you rank? 15th. Down. 20th. Down. 25. 23rd. Oh, my God. Jacksonville Jaguars what a dis- 23rd uh, you know fantasy defense this year. Ladies and gentlemen, if you ever needed more evidence as to why you shouldn't draft a defense early, That's- Jacksonville Jaguars. And I know it was like them and the Rams who were like one and two trading off. The Rams like, had their own issues. Yeah, but the Rams are also the number two fantasy scoring defense right now. A lot of that was that right. Chiefs game. Yeah. Like outside of that Chiefs game, how many people were actually starting the Rams defense without a keep to leave? They might have done it the first couple of games of the season, but if you if you remember, like every single week was a back and forth with the Rams and someone else, and they were giving up like thirty points per game. So outside of that game against the Chiefs, the Rams haven't been all that great either. Uh, you know, another another defense that was drafted super early, Greg. The Philadelphia Eagles. Like to guess where the Philadelphia Eagles rank? Twenty seventh. Twenty seventh is correct. correct. Huh, Twenty seventh stats. stats. Fantasy points. By the way. We'll draft your defense early, guys. By the way, Jax, he actually told me, I, I didn't look at the next message because we were talking. Jacksonville was the 23rd ranked defense. <laughs> I, wish I, I wish I saw that previously. Uh, but yeah, the fact is, it's going to keep happening. Year after year, there's going to be one defense that stands out that people are going to take early, and it's going to be so, so dumb. So dumb. And think about it. Uh, the, uh, the Bears were the defense that people didn't start in week one because they were facing Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. A lot of people, we knew what the talent level that they had on that team, but people... Didn't want to start the Bears. A lot of people picked them up in week two, heading into their, their next matchup. Yeah, because that is the yeah. number one fantasy defense right now, the Chicago Bears, who went undrafted in most leagues. That's going to do it for your statisticians, your winners, and you're still champions. Your fantasy best friends forever. Coming up next, it is the fantasy football frenzy. Corey Parson, Jim Day, Chris Venture. I'll have you covered for the next hour. For Frankie Stample, my name is Greg Sussman. Thank you so, so much for watching and listening to the fantasy best friends forever. We'll do it all again tomorrow. We, we hope. hope.